Welcome, welcome to Mozzie and the Muscle, our show about all things football and, well, maybe just a few things outside of that. We are not reporters, we are not journalists, but damn it, we do love to talk about it. Welcome into Mozzie and the Muscle. I am the Muscle, joined by my high-flying co-host, Mozzie. How are you doing, man? I'm good. I went with uh, high-flying specifically for the Jets because uh, Jets fly. So They had the best draft I've seen in a long time. I was so happy. Yeah, it was crazy seeing typically like in-out organizations, for <laughs> lack of a better <laughs> word, to like have these good drafts. It was kind of weird because we were talking about, okay, we'll see like Good teams draft well, bad teams draft worse. Like, but there were definitely some kind of flip flops that maybe kind of wonder about a few teams we thought were good, and then, like you know, like some teams maybe had their draft habits covered up by like a quarterback carrying them for a while, or like we see these bad teams with new regimes kind of like draft a lot better. So there were a lot of uh, new time GMs, and I think the majority of the new time GMs had a really good day or i should say weekend yeah so i know so yeah who, who's new on the list of like um, all the new ones so the first one i'll mention is the lions because i think they were the first to get a new gm uh mm. they got brad holmes who was in uh los angeles with the rams for a long time he almost never had a first round pick so we were <laughs> like I wonder if he'll trade down, but I think he was excited to actually have a first for once because he always traded it for players. Um, they had a great draft, too. Uh, the Jets, uh, this is Joe Douglas's second draft, I think. Mm-hmm. He had one last year. This is his second one, and this is like his first one with a new coach, new regime, new everything. Um, and they had a really good draft. The Falcons uh, have, is it Fontenot now? Yeah. Former Fontenot. Saint GM, yeah, former Saint GM or the um, director of college scouting, whatever. But look, the guy was he was with Saints forever. Which I also like to mention uh, really quickly. That Joe Douglas was with the Eagles when they won the Super Bowl and was very good at putting that team together. And then when mm-hmm. he left, their uh, drafting started to go downhill. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, but yeah, uh, Fontenot there now with the Falcons. I think they had a pretty good draft. Um, it wasn't like the best, but it was quite good. Mm-hmm. Um, then, I don't know if this was Matt Rule and Co's first year. Yeah, in so Carolina. this was this is Scott Fitterer, GM first year. I'm pretty sure. Okay, he was like assistant GM under like John Snyder, I believe. But um, yeah, they moved on from Marty Herney, and so Scott Fitter is a new guy there. And then Broncos new GM, and, nah, not as good. But yeah, Lions new GM, Texas new GM. Um, but holy eh, garbage fire again. Eh. Uh, Trent Balky and with the Jags, but he may only be GM by uh, title and not really uh, and not really like uh, responsibility based on uh, based on what they Sean, did. Cod, Conshad, whatever. Yeah, Conshad and Urban Meyer, and then Washington has a new GM, Martin Mayhew. So yeah, and they had a pretty solid one as well. Yep. So we saw either pretty much really good or really bad results from these new GMs for the most part. <laughs> 
yeah, which was really great to see. Um, obviously, this is a weird draft because there's not as much tape on these players. Um, so that we were kind of, you know, hypothesizing that the teams that are traditionally good at drafting will be the ones that have a good draft. And there's a little bit of that, but a lot of the new guys stepped up, too, which was nice to see. Yeah. So we're going to go through, talk about our grades for each team. Uh, of course, probably bring up fantasy-relevant guys on each spot, just because we are, you know, fantasy football focused a lot of times. And uh, at the end, we'll probably bring up some undrafted guys. But um, oh, yeah. we, we definitely have to praise and shit on the teams that deserve so along the way. So we're right. just going to go alphabetical. Uh, Arizona's up first. Yeah, so our rankings, um, a lot of places do A through F with minuses. Um, I didn't do any minuses. I keep mine pretty strict to the letter, as in I have F is literal garbage. It was the worst draft. <laughs> Don't know what you were doing. D is eh, not so good. Not not great. I uh, maybe got one or two guys, but the rest was pretty bad. He didn't move around the board as much as you should have to get good value. C is like, meh, he did all right. It wasn't bad. It wasn't amazing. Uh, maybe you got good guys, but not at great values, or vice versa. You got someone at a really good value, and then maybe your other guys weren't great. B is had a good draft. B is good. B is a mm -hmm. good draft grade. Um, I think of this as... Uh, your upper echelon of getting A's and A pluses now because B is like you had a good draft, you got like a 90. A great draft is like your 95. That's a great A draft. So mm. that's your A. And then the very top tier is the S tier, which is something I learned from Resident Evil <laughs> <laughs> long time ago when I played Resident Evil. I got an S tier grade on something. I was like, oh, what is that? So that's the highest tier. That's uh, your GOAT tier quote-unquote, won the draft, and when we do this, there won't always be a team that gets an S tier, because I think it has to be pretty unanimous that this one team won the draft with what they did. I don't know if we can say that definitively this year. I don't think I have anyone as an S grade, but maybe by the end of it, we will, so... Yeah, there are a couple that were pretty close, I think. There definitely. Was, there are definitely, like, there was definitely, like, a top group of teams, I think, and... As far as like who did really well in the draft. Yeah, I think there were about three to five teams that really knocked it out of the park and had a really good draft. And I have them in an A, but I think by the end maybe it will have an S. Mm -hmm. um, the other thing that I'll mention really quickly is that we don't just look at the draft and then assign random uh, numerical grades to them. We have a comprehensive list of all the team additions that are made in the offseason. Uh, which is really important for figuring out if their draft was good. Because, for instance, if you go on ESPN, it'll tell you that, say, I don't know, uh, the Cardinals really needed a defensive end as a team need. But they also got J.J. Watt in the offseason. Mm -hmm. Or, more appropriately... If you go to the Ravens, it'll say that they really needed an offensive tackle, and they didn't draft one, which is weird because, if I recall, they just got Orlando Brown out of there, right? Yeah, they, they just, just signed Orlando Brown. Alejandro Villanueva. Yeah. So I don't think that was as big of a team need. Um, so, yeah, we take all of that into account. We look at what the team did in the offseason and then how they drafted, if they navigated the board, got good value, and then maybe... Uh, I think finally we'll touch on just a few of the fantasy relevance. 
that we had for each of them because there are a few guys we really like. Yeah. So like I said, we had Calden, the pick trays off season, how they moved on the draft and got extra value, and the picks themselves, and sort of how they filled the need as well. So Arizona, uh, you gave them a C, I gave them B minus, I did pluses and minuses, but we more or less agree on how it went. Um, I know I I boosted them up a smidgen because. I felt that essentially getting Rodney Hudson for a third was pretty solid. So now is it a 2022 third? Uh, I think so. I feel because I'm looking at their thing. I'm like they didn't have a a trade in third here, so it must be for next year. Yeah, or maybe maybe it was for this year. I don't know, but it, it's a tw- it's a third round pick for Rodney Hudson. So I'm like that's pretty good value. Ah, that's true. Yeah, um, so yeah, that, that is pretty good value. Um, and I do like that. I do think they have a good amount of team needs. I gave him a C because I love Zayvon Collins. They got Zayvon Collins. I am personally unsure about Rondale Moore. It seemed like he was really good and then kind of dropped off. So yeah, there are need. some teams that really liked him. So, so you know, potentially a really good fit for them. Um, I just think the team itself has a lot of needs, and I think they should have probably done a bit more navigation around the board just because... They didn't have that many picks, and I think they have a lot of roster holes. Yeah. Oh, okay, so the the pick was one this year. It was the one, this pick 79, where the Raiders took Koontz and, like, that back-to-back with Koontz and Diablo, or Diablo. Okay. So, yes. But, yeah, that average draft, I would say, for Cardinals, nothing really sticking out about it as particularly good or bad. Yeah, I mean, Zayvon Collins will be immediately good for them, and I think that also allows them to put Isaiah Collins in a role he's more uh, relevant yeah, with. because that, that's why I had mocked Collins there as an option. Yup, and if you ask me, Zayvon Collins was the best uh, outside linebacking pass rusher in the draft, which mm-hmm. will be great with Chandler Jones. So I love that. I just The rest of their draft to me was kind of meh. I would have liked to see them try to recover a few of their picks, but you have to remember they did get Rodney Hudson, so maybe a low B, high C is where I'd put them. Yeah, so next up, Atlanta Falcons. Uh, I guess I'll start since they're one of my teams. I gave them a B plus. Um, I still don't know for sure how I feel about them not going quarterback at four. Um, when Lance went three, it made me feel a little better about not going quarterback, but I still think Fields would have been a, a nearly equally good pick depending on how you view them. Um, but they, so they finessed a fourth rounder out of the Broncos to move back like five spots because the Broncos wanted to get a running back. And they used, used that pick to take a center. So, love yeah. that. And they took a safety with the traded back second that they've gotten, which they need after losing Neal. So, like, cool with it. I also really liked getting Frank Darby in the seventh. He was someone I mentioned in the receiver podcast at the end of that episode. Um, I'm okay with not, them, with not taking a running back. Um, I kind of wanted them to take Michael Carter, who your Jets took right before them. But. Ooh. Um, and then obviously, of course, Pitts is just a the quote unquote generational talent. So I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm giving him a B plus. It's it could be an A, but I'm still a little unsure about the not getting a quarterback thing. But either way, pretty solid draft for the Falcons. They're between an A and a B for me. I thought they had a great draft. Richie Grant is one of the better safeties in the draft. There were not a few. There were two. There was Andre mm-hmm. Cisco and Richie Grant. They were the best safeties, and uh, Trevon Morig. Um, so I guess three because mm-hmm. I can count. Um, but I liked Jalen Mayfield. He's a really good run uh, blocking uh, left tackle out of Michigan. Uh, you know, Big Ten left tackle. Love it. I like Darren Hall uh, just to kind of – just because of the Hall last name. I, mean, I have a lot of faith in Bryce Hall there with the Jets too. So 
Um, he's a he's like five eleven. He's got good instincts. Uh, so I you know I like them getting him in the fourth, and then also getting Frank Darby all the way in the sixth. So they're, but for me almost an A. But I also don't knock them for passing on a quarterback after Lance went. I think if Lance was there, they might have taken him. Yeah, um, but like they're they're all in on this year is the is what the pits pit the pits pick means. Yeah, which I like to see. I hate when teams are like, well, let's just call this season before it even starts. Let's mm-hmm. just you know ta- you know tank it in for next year unless you're super rebuilding. Like you, Matt Ryan is going to be good this year. I don't foresee him having a uh, steep decline this uh, year. I really and, hope not. And to be honest, I don't think next year either. I think, I mean, I think he still has a few years left. Yeah, he's still um, pretty much he's pretty much locked in there for two more years on his contract. So I, hopefully, those two years he's still a fine quarterback. So yeah, pretty solid draft from the Falcons. And then uh, Baltimore next. I they I think they are in the running for winning the draft. I would say personally. Yeah, um, I agree. They I mean they always do draft well, but they drafted really well. Yeah, love like, Bateman. Yeah, that was. That was our hope slash pick. That just made all the sense. So, I remember when I was doing my mock draft, I had them getting Terrace Marshall, and you're like, oh, well, Bateman is still available. And I'm like, oh, fuck, yeah, yeah. they're going to take Bateman. Um, and I actually switched that to Bateman, uh, I think, either right then or that night. Um, getting Bateman there is wonderful. He's, like, the receiver that they need. It fits super well. Um, I love the position and uh, just the situation for him to be in. Um, what else? They also got Tyler they got, Wallace. Uh, Tyler Wallace in pretty late in the draft. Oh, what round was it? But it was a real, that was a really nice late grab for them because he's someone I liked, and they got him in the fourth. And I'm like, this guy, in my opinion, is like top ten talent receiver in the class. So that's a really nice grab in the fourth. And they needed they really needed receiver help. Like I kept saying, like if they want receiver, receiver, or not one, I'm I'd be cool with it. But they got uh, Odafe Owe. I think that's mm-hmm. how you pronounce it. Previously, um, Jason Owe, but as now he's in the NFL, he said you're going to call me by my real name. Which yeah, is I love that. That was great. Yeah, and he is a beast outside linebacker. A lot of good linebackers in this draft, and they got one of the best uh, outside linebackers. That's for sure. Yeah, is um, is it is it Odafe or Odafe? How, I don't know. How's the how's the uh, pronunciation on like the emphasis there? But anyway, um, and then Ben we'll Cleveland. Yeah, Ben Cleveland is enormous, and also a guy with last name Cleveland in Baltimore is kind of funny, but you know that he's going to be good with the last name Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he's a massive human being, and he's like six six three hundred twenty something like that. I don't know. He's just large and in charge. Yeah, six six three thirty five is what he's listed at. So he Oof. will be a nice uh, road grader for them. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, they were in contention for winning the draft. They had a great one. Um, yeah. They also just got Villanueva at, le- at left tackle. So their team's looking pretty, pretty good. Mm-hmm. So yeah, because they they pretty much downgraded from Orlando Brown to Villanueva, which I call, I call it a downgrade. But that gap is, in my opinion, easily closed by the first round pick they gained. So yeah, agreed. Yeah. Uh, next up, we've got the Bills. So we both gave Bs, but they're kind of hard to grade because they didn't have a lot of needs. And they, I mean, get, I think they made some solid picks. But like, I was like, I don't know. I think that seemed fine. Yeah, they didn't have any team needs really. I mean, their line continuity is great. They had all five starters locked in from last year. They uh, they took a couple tackles. They even got one from Miami of Ohio. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, yep. What gods? Tommy Doyle. 
Um, but they getting Carlos Basham in the second is huge. He's very good. Basham. Um, they, yep, they stacked up that D line. Um, I kind of think they just were like, let's just take the best guy on the board because our team is so good, and that's what they did. So I gave them a B. They had a good draft. They got really good talent and didn't need to fix a whole lot of holes. So. Yeah, it's, it's tough to evaluate like these pretty complete teams. I think there was maybe a chance they took a running back if either of if like Etienne didn't go at twenty five. I think maybe they would they could have gone him at thirty, but he was gone. I mean, I think they'll be fine with the combo of Singletary and um, Zach Moss still. Like, it's not like they really need to run the ball a ton, but getting two edge two like edge kind of like linebacker guys like and then getting two offensive tackles i think that's a pretty good way to start your draft so yeah because those guys they drafted like gregory rousseau who apparently needs to get some things together he doesn't even have to start right away because their no. team is so good which is just great situation yeah. to be in and gives them all time so. to develop which is always nice so yep, yep solid uh carolina <laughs> how you feel about this one I think, depending on your feelings of Darnold, they could have, they're in potential to have won the draft. Um, I think Darnold is going to do really well because they have surrounded him with weapons. Uh, he has a ton of people to throw the ball to. They did stack, like, stack up the O-line, and they got a bunch of guys on defense. So I think they nailed it. I give them an A grade for this. Uh, starting first... J.C. Horn, I wasn't as high on, but a lot of people think he is, like, one of the best corner prospects in a long yeah. time. I watched uh, Brett Coleman did a whole breakdown of him and why he is the highest-rated corner he's ever he's seen since Jalen Ramsey. And that was nice, but they need corner help, so I'm not going to knock him for that. I think they could have taken a quarterback, but at the same time, you just brought on Darnold and you're signing his fifth-year option now. Um I mean, it doesn't send a good message to be like, yeah, 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 we believe in you, but also we're going to take this guy who should be good in a year in case you suck. Uh, I I mean, getting Terrace Marshall, who I really like, replacing Curtis Samuel to have another receiver there. They got one of my favorite tight ends in uh, Tommy Tremble, <laughs> who's just oh. a monster. So oh, he's, he's trembling. He's trembling. Oh, jeez. He's got the ball. Oh, he's going to be rocking people. Mm-hmm. Um, they also got... Uh, they Also, they got Brady Christensen, who was one of Zach Wilson's offensive tackles. Now, they took him pretty high, and he wasn't graded super high, but Zach Wilson's offensive line was very good in college. Mm-hmm. And so I don't knock this at all. I think he might have been misgraded. Um, and then last, they also got Chubba Hubbard, and in the fifth, they got Davion Nixon, who a lot of people think will end up becoming a really good every-down starter at the D-tackle position. So, I to me, they got five or six starters in this draft. They're in an A for me, and if J.C. Horn is Jalen Ramsey, then they won the draft. I Yeah. Yeah, I, I think the uh, J.C. Horn pick versus uh, Sertain makes a lot of sense because... He's big physical, and who do you deal with? You deal with Michael Thomas. You deal with Mike Evans. You deal Mike with Evans. Julio and Ridley. Like, it makes a lot of sense in your division to get J.C. Horn. Yep. So I was cool with that selection as far as, like, pos- within the position goes. Um, I gave them, like, B-plus slash A-minus. I'm a little – I'm coming around on the decision to stick with Darnold and not go quarterback. Um, like, at least they're, like, all in on one guy, so they have, like, a plan. But the downside is, like, if it does pan out and Darnold's good, 
then you also like have to pay him and so um there's like the kind of like the financial aspect of like okay like if you take fields um yeah, like you're you're yeah you're on the hook for donor for this year but you don't have to pay him next year versus like where if you get fields on the rookie contract there's all that jazz but um yeah i'm, I'm still trying to come to the grips if, if i think passing on fields because you have drawn is right around but anyway <laughs> if um reg- but aside from that they absolutely crushed if like if that's not like a deal breaker or anything like they got terrace marshall then that was a great pick and they sn- they sniped uh kansas city um like the rams took 2-2 and then i was like what and then the <laughs> panthers are like Wait, we get terrace marshall all right and then right uh, i'm like is the same thing happening with justin jefferson like their war room was just like oh my god they passed on him yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure the Chiefs were probably like upset because I mean, they, they I think who they take right after they took Bolton, I think right after. It was still obviously a solid pick, but um, did Joe Brady and Terrace Marshall overlap at all at LSU or now? Ooh, try, I, that's what I, I just thought about that. Like, oh, LSU. Um, oh, he's excited to get back to work with. So I think he they did overlap at least one year. Uh huh. So that makes a lot of sense. But yeah, great pick there. Like they. Like if if you if you think the plan to go with Donald is the right one, this is like an A plus draft. Well, I I just have faith that Darnold is going to have a career because I, I do really that, hope so. Yeah, I I really I think the Jets did him dirty, and he's getting the situation he always should have been given from the start. Yeah. So next up we have Chicago, who we have uh, slammed Ryan Pace just. A new asshole ripped oh, every yeah, single time we talk about him. Yes. So, <laughs> but I I liked the draft. Um, Me too. Going up to get Fields was good. Um, I know they told Andy Dalton he was a guy, blah blah blah. But I mean, it's Andy Dalton. You know what Andy Dalton is. Taking yeah. Fields was right there. Um, it and doesn't mean they, Andy Dalton won't start for some of this year, at least half yeah. of it. Yeah, know? he will start for at least to start the year, and then he is a very good backup. So, I yeah, I don't think it's an issue. But like I, I don't. Yeah, having Andy Dalton should not and did not prevent them from thinking fields. And then they got Jenkins, uh, who, yeah, very solid options while well, getting a good tackle. That alone gives them a good grade. Um, I gave them a minus um, mm-hmm. instead of full A or like, like like kind of borderline because of how much they did give up to make the trade up. Um, they I did hope, give up a lot. Yeah, I think it ends up being worth it. But so I mean, I know they more they moved way more picks than uh, the Eagles did to go up, but like. They gave up so much versus like what the Eagles did to jump the Giants. Like they, I feel like the Bears could have gotten up somewhere else with less. Maybe I don't know. They gave up a shitload for the pick. Is the only downside to it all? Yeah, that's the big thing. But at the same time, we just read Dimitrov's article about being fearless and getting the guy you want. And there you go. Yeah. At this, you know, I think Fields is in such a good position. The situation for him is excellent. He has a Rob. The line is improving. Um, he has Montgomery and now, uh, they got, a what, Damian Williams too. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I like to sit and learn with a solid defense. Like I, I think they had a pretty good draft. My biggest thing was they didn't have a very good off season. Um, no, so didn't like they nothing. didn't improve the team a whole lot on the outside looking in. Um, so I pro- I could have given them more for getting Fields where he went because I think Fields is in a great place and he's gonna love that they went up and got him and he's gonna play his heart out for him. So I like that a lot. Um, I think Fields is now more fantasy relevant too. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm I'm just happy A Rob has like a combo of quarterbacks that will act as his first like real quarterback ever, pretty much. 
Is um, Justin Fields potentially the best quarterback he's ever played with? I think so. Yeah, like Andy Dalton will be once Andy Dalton plays right away. And right. then once Justin Fields comes in, he will be. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. And then they also got uh, Khalil Herbert, who is a pretty solid running back in uh, the sixth, so pretty late grab there. But he could become quickly relevant uh, if injuries strike. Herbert. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, no, he was uh, one of those guys that, I think was on a lot of people's radar as a running back. And the running backs fell a lot in this draft, but Mm. there was still some good value late. Um, I expect him to have a decent role there. Maybe special teams at first, but he could be their Tariq Cohen insurance if he does get hurt again. Oh, that's who I I forgot. it. Yeah, he was out for the whole year. Um, So, kind of before we move on, going back through some like fantasy guys. Obviously, Kyle Pitts is a stud. I don't think we need to opine on him. Um, what do you think Rashad Bateman's fantasy outlook will be like this year and beyond? Like, will he maybe be an actually reliable Ravens receiver, or will he be more of, like, real-life help than fancy help? I think he could be a Mike Evans-type um, fantasy production in that I think he can get a 1,000 yards this year. I don't know oh. if he'll get more than five touchdowns. But yeah, I think he'll be he, a PPR guy, I think. Yeah, I think he'll be a field stretcher. Yeah, that too, but like I can also see them kind of using him a lot across the middle in place of like Willie Sneed type stuff too. Yeah, so I, you know, Bateman wasn't my highest rated wide receiver. He was still top eight or nine for me in the whole draft. Yeah. But going to Baltimore, I think you did, yeah. Most people did. Um, I think he's in a great position <laughs> with, the, with the Ravens here. Yeah, which is kind of odd to say. Um, <laughs> who else did we miss? So... Bills don't really get anyone face relevant. I think Terrace Marshall will also have a pretty quick impact. I feel I feel confident about that. Yeah, me too. Pretty and much. I'm just waiting for Tommy Tremble <laughs> to break it on out, man. Tremble. Um, and Chuba Chub- Hubbard will be your uh, Chuba Hubbard. Sorry, will be the yeah. backup now. Yeah, with he's Mike kind Davis of handcuffed. Uh-huh. Yeah, Mike Davis in Atlanta, where they pretty much have like no running back except the UDFA. We'll get to later. Um, obviously, Bears field. That's yeah, kind of a given. Um, and then we move on to the Bengals, who took Jamar Chase with their first pick. Jamar Chase. Yeah, obviously. Um, yeah. He's a stud. He's going to be relevant year one. I I mean, top-end dynasty pick. Yeah, he's a yep. stud. Can, can I defend the Bengals really quickly? Please do. I am seeing so much shit about them fucking up, not taking Panay Sewell and taking Jamar Chase. And I've got a list of like 10 reasons why they should have gone Chase. Mm-hmm. And it's been driving me insane. First of all... Oh, I, I agree it was the right pick, yeah. The Bengals have taken an offensive lineman in the first round top 10 for like the past three years. They have an O-line. It's just been injured. So <laughs> they're in left the infirmary. Ta- exactly. Their left tackle, I believe, is Jonah Williams, who's just been hurt. He's barely played. But mm-hmm. you have an entire year to evaluate whether he can be the lo- like you know, the future guy or not. So you have a year with that. Second of all, Panay Sewell just turned 20. He's going to be 20 by the time the season starts and halfway through it. Most teams have him as a guard to start and moving to tackle because he's really big and needs to grow into his size. He's super explosive. He's a great prospect. But he's not your day one left tackle starter and shouldn't be used that way, especially on this team. So... That, all an aside, Jamar Chase, the drop-off from Chase to all the other wide receivers we've evaluated 
is a like lot ever, yeah. <laughs> bigger than what they got in the draft. So yeah. them getting Chase and then getting Carmen, who I think will end up being a good guard for them, which is what they need. Yeah, because they've got Riley Reef now too, right? What was that? They, they got Riley Reef in the offseason. People don't realize that. They did. That. They did get Reef, And he's a little bit older, but he's still good. So mm. I don't understand all these idiots saying, you know, they should have gotten Sewell. Look, Sewell might end up being a 10-year starter, but for fuck's sake, you can't pass on this guy. I mean, let, oh, yeah. let's it's... not kid ourselves. This is the best wide receiver prospect since Julio Jones. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, I mean, probably, yeah. I'd have to go back and, like, to exactly <laughs> say, but, yeah, he's he is foolproof shirt fire as they come more or less and yeah so uh, obviously he can block which is good for the run game you can he joe burrow won't get killed as much because he can get rid of the ball a little more Mm -hmm. quickly to a tight to a wide receiver he knows is going to catch it and i think their line's going to come back from injury so let's halt on the hate i think that Taking Chase was the right move, and by a large margin, and I'm proud of him, and I'm happy for him, and, you know, the Jets passed on uh, Pittman, and I don't think they should have, because, you know, and uh, these guys that played with Darnold, and I think having that chemistry is actually a good thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there were a lot of uh, wide receiver <coughs> quarterback uh, reunions happening with this draft. So you have uh, Waddle to Tua, you've got uh, Devonta to Hertz. To Hertz? Yeah, Right, they they play together, right? Yeah, and then uh, you've got Chase and uh, Burrow. So yeah, and you've got Darnold to Robbie again. Yes, <laughs> they're back together, <laughs> which I also love. But yeah, I think so, yeah, I, I like the Chase pick. They had a, they just made a lot of picks in general. Um, the I know with Carmen, like I said, the issue was like the tackle as like, as a tackle, the arm length. So he's at thirty two and a half, which is pretty short. Um, yeah. Apparently, Joe Thomas had 32 and a half inch arms when he mentioned the combine. I I guess they either got longer or plays to stay longer. At like, but he's still like under 34 inch arms. So like, it's not a necessity. And I think that that's one of the knocks on Sewell is the arm length. But he's so impeccable, like footwork mechanic wise. I think he'll be fine to overcome right. it. The arm length things like it's helpful, but it's like to strictly only care about that is kind of like the old school side. But like, yeah, I, I think I think. Carmen was predicted to end up a guard, so like that makes sense. Um, exactly, which is what they needed. They needed a guard. Yeah, and then they got extra ammo trading to the patch when they traded down there as well. Ended up grabbing him, so I gave them a B. I, I, I mean, I don't, I don't think it was great, but uh, it, was, it was good. Like we said, the B, the B is good. They the got, B is good. They got who I presume will be a guard. They got an awesome receiver. So. Yeah, I gave them. I'm putting them here as a B slash C. I didn't yeah. know. Oh, they did a get a kicker, the by the way. They did. Um, Who had yeah, that didn't... like Gatorade bottle like kick thing? You see that where like he kicked <laughs> it insane. and spun the cap off a bottle. And that's not to be uh, overlooked. Mm-hmm. Getting a good kicker is important. Yep. So, next up, we move uh, up to, up in Ohio to Cleveland. Who I gave an A minus. Uh, they ended up getting a steal on Jock due to like medical that ended up being clear. Like something came up where they like flat, like a heart thing got flagged, but uh, at the, like a day later they ended up being like, oh no, he's it's fine or not fine, but like, he got medically cleared like the play and stuff. So they got a steal from that. Uh, I'm not huge on their wide receiver pick. Um, what's his name? Anthony Schwartz. Anthony Schwartz. Me neither. Yeah, but if they like him, cool. But I think Greg Newsom's pretty talented. It's just like you said, the like you mentioned injuries, but they they fill a lot of needs on some picks. I think so. 
Yeah, I had Jock. <clears throat> Sorry, Jock. I had Jock as a uh, a first round talent. I think he's the second best. Yeah, we had him going in the first. Yeah, in the draft after basically. I mean, like maybe after maybe Zayvon Collins personally. Yeah, um, so we were... he's unbelievably good, and they got him in the second, which is a complete steal. So they yeah. already they like automatically had a good draft just because of that, because that was a huge team need, and they got a great player. Yeah, um, we we mocked him like 18 to the Dolphins. So. Yeah, and then I originally had him going to Cleveland at 26, and then I moved him up thinking he wouldn't fall that far. Yep. <laughs> Isn't that insane? And he mm-hmm. fell all the way to the second, which is nuts, and apparently his conditions are fine, so what a steal. Um, I didn't love Newsom. I thought there were some better corners available. Newsom's not bad. He just does have legitimate injury concerns and some pretty serious ones. Um, now, their secondary, I think, can stand on its own right now. It's not terrible as long as their guys are coming back from injury. So he does have time to learn and maybe get healthy. Um, but also getting Hudson, uh, was I thought, was a really good move. Getting, uh, what's his name, James Hudson, a different mm-hmm. Hudson. <laughs> uh, an offensive tackle from Cincy, which Cincy puts out some good linemen. Um, yep, doesn't have to go very far. <laughs> and I think he can be a right tackle or guard for them. Because don't they have, uh, what's-his-face, Conklin and and Wills? So maybe you move him inside and he'll be fine. Yeah, that might help. So I'm trying to look at the deal that I got. But, yeah, they, I think they'll be pretty solid there. Yeah, so I gave him a B because, A, I kind of reserve for the guys I think really knocked it out of the park this draft. That's the nice thing about our tier listing is we can spread them apart a bit uh, mm-hmm. because of that extra tier. Um, but, yeah, I, they had a good draft. Go Cleveland. Yep. So, uh, next up, we've got um, the Cowboys, who I think got kind of fucked because uh, <laughs> I don't think they anticipated uh, Horn and certain Sertown uh, going before them. So, they ended up trading back a little bit and getting a linebacker and Michael Parsons, who pretty good. But they pretty much got a free third because once, once it got to them and the corners were gone, Parsons was their guy. So, they pretty much obtained a free third round pick moving back and getting him. Um. Yeah, they picked a shitload of D line. So they picked entirely defense, with the exception of one left tackle in a late round. Which that's the only reason I didn't give them an A grade is because I think they do need to start drafting line. Yeah, I, mean, I agree. I they I think they should have gotten a little more line depth in like round three with those two picks they had. Like that could be a spot to grab someone. Um, but you know, with that being said, their defense was hot garbage, and they went all in on it, and they got some so really good talent. Uh, they yeah. linebacker was a need for them. Most people don't know that. Getting Micah Parsons, and for fuck's sake, getting Jabril Cox in the fourth. Who, yeah, I'm honestly like, looking at that. I'm probably gonna change it to like B plus for like they get the plus for that steal. There's no good reason I can see that he dropped that far, and he is one of the top five linebackers in the draft as an inside linebacker. I understand there was a lot of talent at, you know, good positions this year, but there's no reason he should have fallen that far. He's like a second round, maybe early third round pick at worst, and they got him in the fourth. Uh, So their their linebackers are stacked, even if. You know, Van Der Esch gets hurt again. Yeah, um, so they I, got don't, a, I don't know why he fell so far, uh, Cox, I mean. Yeah, I don't know if there's something we missed. I've, I haven't uh, found anything yet, so. Me neither. Um, I like their defensive tackle they got in Osa Odigazua. 
And then I like their corner they got in uh, Kelvin Joseph. So they stacked up the defense, and they're going to be a lot more competitive this year. Yeah, their, their defense was garbo. This was much needed. Because I liked Trayvon Diggs a lot last year. Yeah. He had a very he was just good season. The yeah. only useful guy there. <laughs> so you put uh, Kelvin Joseph next to him, and suddenly you have a secondary. Yep, and some good linebackers. Yeah, so this will be nice. Um, next up, we got Denver, which uh, for me is the first F of the night. Uh, we're going alphabetically. Um, <coughs> so I think this was fucking awful. I think they really, <laughs> really mismanaged their early picks. Um, PFF gave them like an A minus, which I do not get in any capacity. Um, so listen, we love Teddy. And there is a chance Locke ends up a thing. But if you have a quarterback competition that you've announced, you don't have a quarterback. And one oh. fell in your lap, and you said, nope, let me get a napkin and wipe this off my lap. Ooh, wait, no, I don't want this. So, listen. <laughs> Sertan is good, but I don't think they needed a cornerback like that badly. They needed a quarterback a lot more than a cornerback. Um, yes. <laughs> so, then then they trade up for a running back. Listen, I like Javante, but like Melvin's still under contract. And, like, you didn't need to trade out for running back and give it more picks. And so, like, listen, I don't give, like, a fuck about the rest of the draft when you, like, botched the early so badly. Um, like, I think it's too bad yeah. to really overcome. And, like, they could, they probably could have fleeced Ryan Pace as well. They like, they clearly just didn't fucking try to. Because, like, if they gave all that to get up to 11, like, I'm sure Denver could have gotten that for 9. So, I don't know. They must have just been so sold on Sir Tyne. And, like, they, I think they really mismanaged their early picks. Um, I was, like, looking at who they could have gotten. Like, so if they take fields there, um, I, I had a bunch of tabs open earlier, so I need to reopen some of these. But <laughs> if they hadn't traded up for, like, running back, they could have, like, grabbed whomever later, this, this, that. So I'll look into who I was meaning for, this, meaning for them to, like, draft instead. But, yeah, they, I think they really messed up, and I don't think they addressed team needs well either. No, I didn't either. I kept dropping them down in grade. Now, I think we decided that if they get Rodgers somehow, then we have to bump them up because then the quarterback need is not as uh, important. Mm -hmm. But their draft was infuriating. I love Sertan, but you don't need him. You just got Kyle Fuller and Ronald Darby. Your secondary is literally set with two mid-20-year-old outstanding cornerbacks. Why yeah. did you take Sertan there? Why didn't you trade down? That yeah, doesn't so like make if they, any sense. If they trade down to 20 with the Bears, um, they could have gotten Caleb Farley there. Um, I'm looking back like second round wise. Um, so they took Javonta Williams. Um, who did? I'm looking at who else they went. Um, oh, of course they're mowing right now. They got him right now. Um, got him out. Yep. So in the second round, did, were there any? I think a lot of the corners were gone. I know Asante Samuel's still there in the second. They could have stayed put in the second and taken Asante Samuel if they wanted a corner or Kelvin yeah. Joseph. And then they could have had Fields and Asante. Yeah, I think that would have been way better. Their picks were weird Sertan and erratic, and, and like I don't know what they were going for. My only hypothesis is they went BPA off of their own independent board. Um, but yeah, trading up for Javante. I mean, we love Javante. He was one of our, I would say, our collective like top three running backs. We yeah. really like him, but not exactly a team need. No, not at all. Like, I did. I didn't really. I I hated the draft. It was bad. I think so. I think their first four picks might end up being good players, but a number of them won't even be playing this year. So I gave him a D. 
yeah, it's it was pretty rough, I think. So, like, because Melvin Gordon, he'll be suspended a couple games, but I presumably because the DUI. I mean, yeah, did you trade up for a running back to start in for another running back's, like, suspension? Yeah, no, it's a very packers second? thing to do. We rewrote the Packers for that, so, yeah. <sighs> they needed a lot more that they didn't address, so pretty rough. Yeah, like, Baron Browning, outside linebacker, could end up being good. That's the one position from OSU I reliably like is linebacker. Um, yeah, I don't they usually, usually like pretty their, good linebackers. Yeah, I don't usually like their linemen, and I don't usually like their... Um, Generally speaking, their quarterbacks and skill position outside, like running back and linebacker, is what you go for. So I do like that they got a, an outside linebacker and that they got a, what appears to be a decent guard uh, in Quinn uh, Miernes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of people like him. Got him out. Um, but yeah, I just you didn't fix the Drew Locke, Teddy Bridgewater quarter. I mean, you're in a division with Pat Mahomes and Justin Herbert already. Yeah. You need a good quarter, like a great quarterback, and I think we can safely say that neither Locke or Teddy are great quarterbacks. No, yeah, like the the reason the Carolina thing I can get past more is because like okay, there's still a, a Dartle is is not like a done deal. He's not like a complete project, or like it's not over for him. I don't think. Right. But I think your quarterback competition of Locke and Teddy, like you can't justify passing on fields at all there. I think so. Yeah. You you get a chance to get a franchise quarterback without having <clears throat> to give up a haul. Like, you do it. So, yep. And, like, I don't think, like, adding Teddy, and he's on a pretty cheap contract, cheap contract and, like, Locke's not costing him much. I don't think those guys should have stopped him. So, yeah. But next up, Detroit. So, Detroit, a lot of people thought, might also take fields. They were in the conversation. Um, I'm a lot more fine with them not going quarterback because uh, Goff, I would say, is arguably a better option than the other teams have. Like, you could... You you could put him above Darnold. I don't. I mean, it might be close for some people, but I think I think if you say, "Oh, Goss better than Darnold," you're not going to like get pushed back on that probably. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he's for sure like a better option than Lock and Teddy. Um, and they are kind of in a rebuild anyway. Um, but like, I, I'm totally fine with them like getting Sewell, getting you know a studly tackle at seven, uh, getting Levi in the second was a steal because we had him also again going in the first. Uh, Hopefully their new Egyptian god of a wide receiver works out with uh, Amon Ra, St. Brown. But, yeah, I, I really like the draft I gave them an A. I thought they had a pretty good draft, which is, again, funny for the Lions. Very rare, but Brad Holmes knocked it out of the park. Him and uh, what's-his-face, uh, Dan Campbell, were just going yeah. nuts in that draft room. It was really fun to see. Oh, yeah, I think yeah. they almost won the draft, but the only reason I didn't is because they didn't really move much. They didn't have to. Everyone mm-hmm. just fell to them that was good. So, yeah. Panay Sewell fell to them in the seventh, which I predicted earlier, which I love. I love being right. Um, <laughs> he fell to them, which caused a whole cascade and some other good picks to happen for some other teams like the Chargers, uh, which was amazing. So, they got Sewell. Uh, that's awesome. They got Levi, uh, I believe, on Uzurike, mm-hmm. uh, a D tackle who. There were basically two good D-tackles in this class. There was Barmore and Anwuzurike, and they got mm-hmm. Levi in the second, which is amazing. They need some deep, the, some interior pressure. Yeah, it, ever since Snacks left, like they've been so bad up the middle. Yep. So they really needed to fix that. So they got team need and a great player. Mm-hmm. And then all the way in the bottom of the third, they get Efetu Melifonwu, who... A lot of people had as a top corner prospect, as in one of the top five, um, which 
is also amazing because their cornerback room wasn't very good, and they just brought in this uh, cornerback coach um, from New Orleans. I forget his name right now. Uh, Aaron something, something Aaron. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so they got essentially three stud starters, and they didn't have to move whatsoever, which is nuts. <laughs> yeah, so, that's, a, that's always a good move. I love this. Uh, they had a really good draft. They should be really happy. They didn't, you know, I don't think they knocked it out of the park to get the S tier because they didn't navigate the draft board a whole lot and snag players, but they had a really good draft. I gave them an A. Yep, and then the uh, Jamar Jefferson, which sounds like a mix of Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson. I'm like, it's kind of like when Aldi has to name an LSE receiver. You get Jamar <laughs> Jefferson. Jamar. Um, yeah, I think he's a pretty solid guy who could end up relevant if injuries strike. Because is Carryon still on the roster? Yeah, I just I released him. Okay, because yeah, because so he's there, the Jamar's there, and then you've got uh, Swift, and I know there's someone else I'm forgetting about that they added recently. Uh, oh yeah, Peterson. Jamal Williams. Jamal Williams. Yeah, Jamal Williams. Yeah, yeah. Is Adrian Peterson still there? Who fucking knows? I don't know. He's always somewhere. So <laughs> yeah, good job, Detroit. And then we move around their division to Green Bay. And it was pretty meh. Uh, I think Stokes is fine. Like a lot, he a lot of people liked him a lot. Um, but otherwise, I did not like the rest of the draft. I just don't think they had a good one at all. I gave him a D. They didn't move around the draft board, and they should have because Stokes was not a to me a first round corner. Um, they I think they could have gotten him like moved back a few picks and taken him early. I think they could have gotten him mid second round. He still would have been there. Uh, I like I they needed a corner, so like I don't hate that they got him. It's just where they took him, the value wasn't great. Mm-hmm. Um, Josh Myers, OSU center. I don't have a whole lot of faith because he's an OSU guy. I like OSU's linemen are often uh, how do I put this? Really <laughs> overrated and really big. They're like I like OSU as a casual fan, but like I said, I like their linebackers and running backs a lot. A lot of times, their linemen are just really big and like really huge Large, men. Yes, yeah, and you know he is six five three ten, which is not ideal for a center. Um, centers yeah, our our usually, centers are usually like not as tall. Correct. They're usually six one six two because they have to be on their knees the whole game. Yeah, they've got to be a little quicker up and down, yeah. Exactly. Uh, so I have some issues with that, especially getting him in this there. Like, why not take a better center prospect at 29 and then get a corner at Yeah, they two? could have gotten, like, Dickerson there. And then <sighs> Amari Rogers, some, like, again, some people like him a lot. We were kind of eh on him, um, getting him in the third. They did need a receiver, but I would have loved to see them trade up. Like, if they had traded up just a little bit in each of the rounds, they could have gotten a good receiver. And I think they had some, and they had like enough, like fourth, like they had like a fourth and two fifths and two sixths. Like they could have probably used some of that ammo to move up a little bit. Absolutely. So I, I just, yeah, I didn't love their draft. I didn't think they used their positional value on the board well to move with other teams to get good players at right positions. Um, and their their GM is just not doing great. And so I don't blame Rogers at all for saying they're, uh, their GM sucks, and he wants him gone. <laughs> yeah. Like, Amari Rodgers could be fantasy relevant. Or, like, I'm looking back through against some of these teams. Um, I think Javante Williams is the main guy to kind of, like, touch on in terms of fantasy relevance. I mean, early second round running back pick is 
a high investment in a running back. And so even if Melvin Gordon kind of cucks himself this year, um, they clearly want him to be a launcher plan. We like him. So I think he's someone who will probably end up being a first round dynasty rookie draft pick. Um, mm-hmm. I, do I, think, I agree with that. I do think Melvin Gordon's now a good redraft pick. I guess that's the hot take siren. <laughs> that's the hot that. take siren. Yeah, because people are just going to like fucking hate him. Um, there's going to be some level of suspension probably. And then... And the siren is really popping off on us, huh? <laughs> I know, and I shut my window, too. <laughs> Did someone, like, rob your next-door neighbor? Uh-uh. Classic. So, yeah, but I, I think Javante Williams is going to be, like, a kind of annoying for people where they're, like, waiting and waiting and waiting for him to take over Melvin Gordon, but Melvin Gordon's just like, hi, I'm here still. So. <laughs> I'm still here, guys. Mm-hmm. Still, still running. Yep. So, moving on to Houston. Uh... Not a good grade for them either. We both gave them F. Um, they had no picks, so it made it tough. But I I don't think they should have taken Mills. That was kind of, well, it, it's sort of admitting they're fucked with Watson or presuming as much. Um, but I don't think taking Mills is right here. I think you're better off being bad for a year and just getting a real stud next year if you're fucked at quarterback. Um, as opposed to taking like a guy in the second where you could have taken a impact player at a different position. Because, like, so I'll, let me let me pull the draft and who they grabbed. So they grabbed Davis Mills um, in the third there, right? Yep, yeah. in the third round, third uh, pick of the third. They could have gotten, like, Christensen. Um, they could have gotten, uh, let's see, there's, like, De- De'Ami Brown. Like, I'm looking at some guys who, like, went there. Um, I mean, even Trey Sermon. Aaron um, Robinson because their cornerbacks stink. Yeah, like they clearly they could have gotten a lot of solid players. Um, like if he too, if if they ought to, I don't know which head the name, but he was there. Like there were a lot of other options they could have gone there. I think um, a lot, or possibly trading up into the back of the second if they really wanted to. Because like I feel like you're when you have so few picks, sometimes it's okay to consolidate. I think, but um, they traded up for Nico Collins um, a little bit there who. It's fine, but I don't know if he's going to make a huge difference at any point. Like I said, the thing with him is it's tough because where he played at Michigan, he did not get a lot of chance to really be highlighted or produced. So, like, in drafting the community, you get really not for not producing at all. So, he may end up being a lot better than we think. But he's got, like, a lot of good, like, physical traits. Um, Mm -hmm. I think think he could develop, but he's not going to be good right away, I don't think. Um, and then we joked about Blevin being like a name that sounds like you're barfing as you're saying a name. <laughs> but they didn't really address any needs unless Davis Mills ends up starting this year. But I don't, I don't know. It's kind of a, it was a weird draft, and I don't think it was that great. It almost felt like the new GM was like, "Dude, I have no picks from the previous." Yeah, he's regime, like, "Fuck so y'all, fuck you guys." I, so, I don't know what. I, like, I'm just gonna take guys, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, that was a pretty garbage draft. They have, they're an F tier for me. Classic uh, Houston. I mean, yeah, we mentioned Nico Collins. He's the one bright spot, I mm. think, uh, in their whole draft, which yeah. is really bad. Yeah, if I, your I one put bright them... spot is a wide receiver when your team has holes at virtually every aspect. Yeah, I'd pu- I had put them at uh, a slightly better ranking I, I think i gave them like a d or d plus but then i saw they had they did in fact trade up for nico collins and i'm like ah, i think i'm gonna move you back to an f so <laughs> pretty much what happened there because they've got like i mean the kid they do have cooks i guess the only other guys are like Cobb and kiki so they did like the receivers at least but yeah 
Yeah. They, yeah, they Brevin Jordan can't block, so. <laughs> tight end that can't block and is yeah. very raw. They have, well, they have Jordan Akins, so they have some tight end help there. But Kotze yeah. Texans being pretty not good. I think I, I, I might move them back to a D or D plus. I don't know if it was worse. Because they, they had nothing to work with, which made it kind of tougher on them inherently. So I may put them back at D plus. We'll see. I'll, I'll I mean, back and forth. they could have traded Watson a long time ago and yeah. had an entire draft worth of picks for this end next year. And that they is did true. Uh, yeah, so I guess I'll, guess I'll me, count that against them. Yes, you're right. <laughs> for me, they are an F. Mm -hmm. F. Nico could have some fantasy relevance. Probably, I don't think it'll be this year, but down the line. But yeah. So next up, we go to the division mate, Indy, who again didn't have a lot of needs. Um, their third and also their second next year was essentially Wentz. So I, that kind of counts if we're just talking this year, like as a really good third round pick or even second round pick. Like I think it's getting Wentz is probably worth the picks given up. So I kind of count that as like an extra boost in my opinion. Um, mm -hmm. They really needed some edge help. They got it. Um, they're a pretty complete team. I do think they should have gone after uh, another playmaker. Like, they should have taken Tylen Wallace in the fourth because he went, like, Ooh. right after them, and they took a tight end instead in pretty much class. So, not for that. If they, I think if they had taken Tylen Wallace there or addressed receiver a bit more because they, they're – here's the thing. So, they've got T.Y. and Pittman and Paris, but Paris has been constantly hurt. T.Y.'s getting older. Pittman's good. But like I do, they need a little receiver help. They at least do, in my opinion. Yeah, no, they do. I didn't think it was the best draft for them, so I did give them a B, even though they didn't have a whole lot of team need. I think they could have done a little more. Um, but yeah, as we mentioned, getting Wentz is really great, and we can count that in. Um, yeah, but pay, getting Quinny Pay. Yeah, he was pretty much mocked the Raiders most of the time. Yeah, uh, he fell a little bit to them. Because mm -hmm. um, we had them going that position in the first anyway, more or less. I really liked Deo, too, that they got from Vanderbilt, mm -hmm. defensive end. Deo! Uh, Deo! Um, but then after that, kind of meh. Um, yeah. Yeah, they could have done more, but again, not too many team needs. They're a very solid team, so they kind of just took BPA. And yeah, it and worked out. Yeah. their mid-round picks were gone from trades as well, so... They didn't take a corner either, and I think they could have taken a corner this draft. Yeah, I, I, I maybe with the mind to like a B minus, looking at this more, kind of think about how they didn't address needs that much. I think I'm gonna put them at B minus, but we can move on to Jacksonville for now. Uh, I gave them a C. So listen, taking Trevor Lawrence is a gimme. That's easy. That's obviously good, but I think the Etienne pick was bad, honestly. So. I think they could have gone a corner first and then Javon in the second if they really wanted a running back. I don't think they needed one. Um, and then they said Etienne's going to be like a contributor or like something like that. The way Urban talked about it was pretty dumb because you don't take someone who's not going to be a staple in your offense in the first round at running back. And right. then they really <clears throat> mismanaged picks two through four, in my opinion. Basically, they could have had a better cornerback and a better tackle that they not wasted their second first on a running back. Yeah, um, like that that mismanaging, in my opinion, is a big knock. Um, I think that's fair because they ended I, up with Tyson Campbell in the second. Um, let's see, so a couple of reform, but like, let's see, I'm looking who went after them in corner. But basically, like they really mismanaged their early picks, where they could have added, like they could have made more of a difference for their team. I did give them a B, even though I agree they that the they reached bad, on Etienne like a lot. But I think they made up for it at least a little bit 
they're just they had so many picks it was hard for me not to give them a b because they have so many team needs and they did get starters at a few positions like obviously trevor lawrence etienne i expect will be relevant they just didn't need to take him you still have james robinson uh tyson campbell will probably be an immediate starter walker little probably is nice depth for the line um because it got hurt a lot last year and then they got a really good safety in Andre Sisco. He was the best safety in the class, pretty much. Um, at least one of them. He was, I would say, top three. They had Sisco, uh, Morig, and... Uh, oh, goodness, who's the other guy? Um, mm-hmm. no, uh, we talked about him earlier. We talked about we, the, th- the three main safeties. Yeah. Uh, Rich, Richie Grant, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so, I mean, I like that they got those guys. I just think they... I don't know. I don't. I don't think it was hard for them to have a good draft because they had so many picks. Like I think they could have knocked it out of the park, and they did not. Yeah. So I gave them a B. Uh, they had a good draft. I didn't think it was a great draft. Yeah, because in uh, so I'm looking through in the second, um, like after their Tyson Campbell pick, um, like Tevin Jenkins was available uh, for the Bears there. And then later down the line, with the Walker Little pick, Asante Samuel was there right after. So I think that w- they would have been much better switching those mm-hmm. and getting Asante Samuel with that second, second, and then Tevin Jenkins with that first second. Um, yeah. yeah, that's even aside from um, Etienne pick. Like I think there were also things they could have done with him instead, um, taking Oa Rousseau, even Bateman like receiver, but like or Newsom if they like him. Um, they're just better choices for that pick i think but yeah like like, taking running back when you have like a very fine running back and like i don't know it just just didn't seem right and they did some mismanaging early but they did get a lot of solid players i don't just not optimally i think so um moving on to kansas city so orlando bound orlando brown was basically their first round so that's awesome for pick 31 that's a boost um I said I really, as a not as a fan, but as like an analyst to the draft, I think they should have gotten receiver, and I thought they were going to take Marshall in the second when they got Bolton. But um, yeah, I, I mean Bolton's still good. They needed some linebacker help, so. Yeah, no, I liked all of their picks for the first three rounds that they had. Which after that, I don't know a lot of these guys, but I liked Nick Bolton inside linebacker. They need that. I liked yeah. Creed Humphrey center. He was a better center than uh, who the Packers took. Yeah, so I was uh, <laughs> I was mistaken. So the the Panthers didn't snipe. The Chiefs, the Chiefs were right before them and took Bolton, and I thought they were going to take Terrace Marshall there, oh. and then they didn't, and so Panthers like, oh shit, Terrace Marshall. So yeah, so yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I also like uh, Kando, defensive end from Florida State, uh, Joshua Kando, which I think will help with their pass rush. So the, uh, but the biggest thing is, you know, the Chiefs had a huge off season. They got um, like everyone. They got what's Kyle Long. Uh, they got that guard everybody wanted. Um, what's his name that was re- coming back? Oh, not, I can't even remember right now. But they revamped the entire O-line. They are not yes. having a rebound <laughs> last year in the Super Bowl where their line was decimated. So their line is great now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Orlando Brown. Like I think you could make the argument they had an A draft. Joe Thune, is that who you meant? Yep. Okay. And, and yep. Dr. Lineman is going to be back. And Dr. Lineman will be back. <laughs> so you get a good center, you get a good guard, good tackle, good inside linebacker, and uh, I think a good edge rusher too. Like, to me, they had a pretty good draft. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I, I gave them a B plus. That was pretty solid. Um, oh yeah, with Jacksonville, by the way, on ETN, how are you? About, how are you ranking him fantasy wise? Do you think he'll go high in redraft? Should he? How is he in dynasty for you? What's your kind of initial take? I mean, I think he'll go fairly high and probably should because I, to be honest, I think the organization is just down on James Robinson because he wasn't highly drafted, which is really yeah. stupid because so, he's very good. Um, I think, unfortunately, Robinson lost a lot of value. Etienne's going to be just a receiving back. A lot of the time, he'll get a lot of receptions from Lawrence. Um, I, I'm i not taking Etienne in, in a rookie draft, but someone else will, and it's. I don't think it's a terrible move. Like I said, I think that they took him, and he's a good player, and he'll be relevant to the team. They just didn't need to take him there. Yeah, exactly. I, I I agree there. Like he, as far as rookie drafts go, I think like in non quarterback, like a non super flex ones, will be pretty early. I think in super flex will be probably the like second half of the first somewhere, which is kind of vague. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm curious where he goes in redraft because I think it's gonna be kind of interesting. Where it's he's gonna be one of those rookies where he'll probably be annoying at first, and then he'll pop off so at some point in the year and just take over. Yeah, I mean, I expect him to kind of get taken in the fourth or fifth round, and I think that that might be a little early. Yeah, I said I'm. It's tough because James Robinson is good, but he's also an undrafted free agent, so they literally have no attachment to him. So they yep. could just say like they could just say fuck you to him and make Etienne the guy instantly. So there's, yep. I think there is more. It'll it'll depend how it shakes out in redraft wise because he could have more upside sooner than people are giving him credit for. But also, there's going to be some downside of him like sharing. So, but next up, we've got their or sorry, the Chargers, the Chiefs division mate, who we just talked about previously, and the Chargers, who we both gave an A, and I think they are in the running for one of the better drafts. Um, we have kind of mixed feelings on uh, Josh Palmer, who they grabbed, but he's still a pretty good receiver. I'd say probably like top 15 receiver in the draft, so still pretty solid pick there. But they got Slater and Asante with their first two picks, and damn, that's a really fucking good start. Yeah, Slater fell to them, as we mentioned on here, which was awesome. Um, I'm, trying to, I'm pulling up my notes on Josh Palmer. He wasn't really utilized correctly in college, so his production wasn't good. He looked solid. He just needs to polish up his route running and release off the line. But he had a really bad quarterback all through college. So the fact that he went to the Chargers could be a complete steal. Yeah, he, um, he could end up spalling out with... Uh... Herbert, so. With Herbert, yeah, man. And then they also get Asante Samuel Jr. Um, and Rashawn Slater. So they are set. This team is ready to go for the first time in a long time. Mm-hmm. And then they've um, also got, they also grabbed uh, Larry Roundtree, who was a running back prospect that like enough people liked that I think we should mention. Because after Eckler, um, obviously it's love Josh Jackson and what's his name from last year? Kelly, right? But they they don't have a stacked running back room by any means. I would say, like yeah. at least not like a one that would make it impossible for someone to be relevant soon. So I think he's someone worth like keep it on the radar for uh, fantasy. Uh, it looks like Trey McKitty should be a decent blocker for yeah. them. They didn't need to replace Hunter Henry, and this was not oh, a yeah, deep uh, <laughs> tight end class, yeah. but. Um, I think getting Jared Cook and having him just kind of sit behind. Oh, that's right. Probably got Cook. I was like, nice. I was yeah, like, I think I he's, like a, he's like a Brent Selleck type to me. He was with the Eagles for a long time. He was used in passing situations, but that wasn't his main thing. So I'm fine with that too. Yeah. Oh yeah. They also have a uh, XFL star uh, Donald Parham. I forgot about him. 
Oh, yeah. But, yeah, I forgot they'd add Jericho. I'm like, who did they add to replace Hunter Henry? Because I'm like, I know they're not just relying on a rookie. But, um, yeah, very solid draft for the Chargers. Uh, next up, we go across town to the Rams, who I think messed up. Um, Dude, I their draft that, stunk. Yeah, I think the 2-2 pick was bad for two reasons. Two, two reasons. Uh, one, I think <laughs> that there's a better wide receiver available very shortly after in Wallace. And two, wide receiver wasn't like a huge need. Um, at least, I mean, they got Cup and Woods, and they do a lot of two tight end sets. So it's not like they need a third receiver that often. And I don't think 2 2 was a great pick there. Um, and there were like three, I would say, difference makers that went right after them. I need to pick up who. So yeah, Bolton and Marshall went like right after them, and then Basham two picks later. Then Creed a couple picks later. Like, I mean, I guess they don't need Creed, but like there are a couple of guys like with Basham, Marshall, and Bolton who they really could have used right after two two. Right, and I mean, good God, Whitworth isn't gonna last forever. Yeah, uh, <laughs> he's getting really old. You need a yeah. left tackle. I thought their draft was really bad. I, I mean. Is it a situation where Brad Holmes left and their next draft is bad? Because, to, to I mean, taking Tutu, I like I don't get it at all. I, yeah, I mean, he was Tutu, way down my list. He's super explosive, but he's 165 pounds. Yeah, he's not. He's not like he's tiny, and then he's like also just not like a great, like a really like refined receiver yet or anything. He's just fast. Yeah, they. I was really upset. Because, you know, I obviously want Stafford to do well with the Rams, and I think the Rams are fucking up right now. That was a, yeah. not a good draft. It didn't really set him up for, for success, a fat pick especially. Who else did they grab? They got, see, Ernest, like, they didn't have a lot of early picks. They didn't have a first. Um, right. They picked kind of later. So they got Ernest Jones, Bobby Brown, which is obviously funny. <laughs> so many Bobby Brown. But, yeah, no one really that I think would be a huge impact. I think Bobby Brown. Uh, and Artis Jones could be useful for them, but mm-hmm. get some defensive help. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, you, you've got to start looking towards the future with this team a little bit, especially with the line. The line is old. Yeah, I wasn't really big on their draft yeah, as long as as well as the division mate. But uh, next up, we can shit on the Raiders real quick. Um, also, I didn't I didn't stay on two two very long because I don't think it'll be relevant early at all. Um, yeah, so. The Raiders, so they fucked. They they fucked up in the first. Uh, they picked Leatherwood, a uh, huge reach there. We had him going, maybe late first to the Ravens, but he was at least half a round of reach, maybe a full round of reach. A lot of people had. He was not a first rounder on any board that I saw, or like at least not a mid first rounder. Um, no, he was a late first offensive tackle prospect. Yeah, um, some like O line evaluators were, are not big on him. Like he has long arms, but as far as like his technical skill, and apparently he had a really bad senior bowl. Um, yeah, it, it did not make me happy that they did this in the first round, just because I mean you obviously got my live reaction of listening to them. Listening also, Darisol was still there. yeah, Darisol was still there. Uh, he so he had like uh, cord muscle surgery, aka like hernia repair in the off season. And apparently that could have maybe contributed to his fall, but Darisol would have been a way better pick in my opinion there at 17 because we had him going at 14 initially to the Vikings right there to at the 14. Yeah, yeah, so yep, they made up for it some with the second round pick and Mulrig, who was one of the safety in this draft, and then in the third they got like Diablo and whomever else, and Diablo's going to be like a linebacker. But again, I would have preferred 
first round safety, second round linebacker and jog. If you're or if you're going to turn the safety to linebacker, this, this, that. Anyway, like just go Darisol in the first round or find a way to trade down. And all of this as well includes giving up their linemen for pennies. Like some of these picks that are in the third and fourth round or whatever should be their O line that's still intact. So right, that's like that contributes to the degrade for me in that they like just they got picks for linemen, but like their value they got was a big loss. Yeah, I'm gonna move them down to a D. To, just because like that part you mentioned, like these guys. Tyree Gillespie and Nate Hobbs and J- Jimmy Morrissey and whatnot. These and Malcolm Coons, like that, should be their offensive line that's yeah. still there. If they if they'd spent like the draft, like rebuilding the line, that would have been a little better. But like, fuck, man. But they really didn't, and they mm-hmm. reached on a tackle. And I mean, like they got a good safety, but that's I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, the, yeah, it's hard to defend uh, Mayock. This experience has this. been not good because. There's excitement for Mayock, but I think there's there's I think there's enough of an aspect of Gruden in his ear that's fucking it up. Yep. Because we know, like, <laughs> the thing when we read the article from uh, uh, Dimitrov and he talked about Gruden ripping them for the Julio pick when he was like on ESPN. I'm like, oh god, <laughs> like that just gives me terrible like fears of how this draft's gonna go. And alas, yeah. So I'm sorry, man. Um. Yeah. Next up, we've got Miami, who I gave an A. You gave a B. I think they had a pretty solid draft. Um, I love Waddle. He's really good. We both like Waddle a lot. Uh, they managed to dress offensive line in the second round. Um, who did they grab? Let me take a look. I forget. There's so much to keep up with. Um, oh, yeah, Liam. Eichenberg. Yeah. yeah, Liam Eichenberg, who we'd mentioned. And then I think we – I don't know if we put him as a possible first. Um, I think he was definitely maybe. one of the better – like, he has a – he's – a, you know, a higher graded tackle prospect than Leatherwood. You know, yeah, he, he was, was supposed to be going around there. He's from Notre Dame. Like I like Eichenberg more than Leatherwood. Yeah, he, that was a good pick for the inside in the second round for sure. I'd say um, Jalen Phillips. He has like a lot of like the medical red flag issues. That's why he could have potentially dropped more and went to where he did. Because talent wise, if he didn't have the injury issues, he would have probably he would have been a top ten pick for sure without any injury issues. Uh, yep. But, he would have been the first one of the first defensive guys taken. Yeah, and so when you have four picks in the top forty-two, Jalen Phillips is the player you can take because you've got a lot of shots on really good guys you can make. So I like the high upside pick there, and they also grabbed a safety uh, in the early second as well because they they need some secondary help. Um, I wish, not that I wish, I, they could have maybe gotten more offensive line, um, and I think in the third because they grabbed Hunter Long. But I don't think they need him because they have uh, Shaheen and Gasecki. Yep. And I need to take a look at who went after him in the third. So, but yeah, how did you how did you feel about the Dolphins draft? That was the only reason I didn't give him an A draft. Mm-hmm. I gave him a B. But they had a good draft because you know I like Waddle. I think you can make the same argument for them with the Sewell thing as Cincinnati. Like if you're gonna bash Cincinnati for taking Chase, then why are you not bashing Miami for taking Waddle? Yeah, because I thought they might take Sewell. I'm looking through it now. Um, they took Hunter along there after that pick. So White Davis guard went. Um, Spencer Brown tackle, big Cleveland guard went, and some picks not too long after. So if if they liked any of those guys, they could have gone them, but maybe they didn't like them. Um, I'm looking at like Tommy Tremble may have been a better fit. I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. How, I don't know how I feel about that pick, but otherwise, I like their draft a lot. I like the Eichenberg pick. I like 
the upside of Phillips, but I think there are very legitimate concerns with him that he'll be able to, you know, play on the mm-hmm. team reliably. Um, and I love the Waddle pick. I think that's a great, a great receiving option for Tua. They want to make Tua look good. Uh, that's yep. why I think Waddle, you know, they went Waddle over Sewell is like, People are questioning Tua's ability. We'll get him somebody who's a yak monster. Yep. Yeah, get him someone absurd. They do – again, I think it's going to be how does their line hold up because their line was – pass blocking was okay, but their run blocking was atrocious last year. Hopefully Austin Jackson plays well. Um, Skura can look a little better than he did with Baltimore down the year. Um, mm-hmm. And then, yeah, Eichenberg will be hopefully a difference maker. So they could be enough improved that it's okay, but – yeah, I think with Smythe, Shaheen, and Gaseki, you didn't need a tight end there in the third year. I think it would have been better off going lineman or running back, but <laughs> TBD. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, they definitely had a, a good draft, maybe even a great one. I like that B is a very high B. Yeah. Um, so, Jalen Waddle, uh, fantasy wise, he Love will, it. I assume, he'll be a first round dynasty pick. Um, yep. Again, kind of second half, first round, the super flex, probably first half, first round in normal. Um, Redraft wise, how do you think he's going to stack up to? I guess the other Dolphins receivers with Fuller. Like I, he'll probably go around the same spot as Fuller does. Yeah, I would guess. think so. Around maybe the fourth. Yeah, I see maybe fifth. Like he, and, he and Fuller will probably both go in the same round. Yeah. So, but yeah, he's really good. I like him a lot. Solid draft, I would say, for the Dolphins. But next up, we've got the Vikings, who uh, also got an A for me. I think they are one of the teams who. We could put maybe in the running for winning the draft, but they got um, Darisol for a steal, and because we had him going to them way earlier, um, they able they were able to move around, acquire some picks. Um, let's yeah, see. we didn't nail that they would get Darisol. Yeah, with, they, uh, yeah, with Sewell falling to the Lions, I'm like, all right, that means Slater goes to the Chargers. Darisol's going to fall. Vikings will grab him, but they took him later than I thought because they traded up with the Jets. It was yes. a wonderful trade. Yeah, they got a lot of picks, and th- I think that was a big benefit for them mm-hmm. um, and why the Jets don't get a full A for me. Um, oh, see, I think it was perfect for both of them. See, gotcha. I think it was a mutually beneficial one. But I do love them. They needed a tackle. They got Darisaw. Yeah. They got extra picks out of it. Um, I also really like Kellen Mond. Uh, yeah, I think he's a great like guy for them to work on while uh, Cousins is starting. Yep, give him one year behind Cousins, let Cousins play this year, and then next year, I mean, he's a third-round pick, but I think this guy's been slept on um, and could potentially be very good, so I love that. Um, you know, outside of that. He went right that, before Mills, which made it hilarious, too. I know, dude. Because <laughs> it really went Trask, and then Cisco, and then Mond Mills. <laughs> uh texans but yeah no minnesota like the, the the movement around the draft was pretty solid got impact players with their saw um and i think chas Surratt, and wyatt davis will be pretty early impact as well yeah their but, whole line needed help so yeah I'm they fine. got a they got a ton of picks so uh chas yeah. Surratt was really good too unc yeah. just i can't wait until like five years down the line then they talk about the unc team that yeah, dude. To the NFL and impacted it, and yeah, so many good players guys. this year, man. Um, yeah. Oh, I forgot to mention uh, we're talking about moving on the draft with my like Miami. They so this is why I gave them an A. Um, looking at their trade arounds, so they um, essentially netted a free 
2023 first by moving back three spots. Not yeah. fully, but so they got a 2022 and 23 first from San Fran, and then they sent a 2022 to Philly to go up back up to six from 10 was where they were. And at three, they, I mean, maybe Pizzle would have been their guy, but Waddle was probably, I assume Waddle was in their top three guys they wanted, and they got maybe the guy they wanted anyway, moving back a couple picks and getting a free first in a couple of years for it. So that, in my opinion, gives them the A. I like that. But yeah, I think Minnesota did a good job moving around the draft uh, and still getting their guy as well. So Yeah, good move, draft for Minnesota. Yep, for sure. <laughs> I, I like it. Uh, moving on to New England. Uh, I was annoyed because I think it was good. Um, <laughs> like, I gave them A minus B plus. It may just be an A too. Um, the only reason I didn't give them an A, I think, like a full on A, is because they didn't address wide receiver. And I think they could have done so this draft. Um, they probably would have taken a bad one because they always do, but they filled a lot of holes <laughs> in the roster. Mac Jones falling to them at 15. Like we said, Mac Jones is good. He's still yeah. a bag of tortilla chips, but it was just the thing of taking anyone else over him or him over anyone else was the issue. But getting Mac Jones to 15 is great. And then getting Barmore in the second in a rare trade up was also good. So, yeah, I mean, I think Barmore falling to them is why I gave them a good draft grade. I think Mac Jones is a good fit for them as well. Yeah. Get, um, getting Mac Jones at 15 is good. Like, I'll just say that. And then they also got Ronnie Perkins from Oklahoma, defensive end, who's pretty good. So mm-hmm. they got three really good guys. After that, I really don't know. Um, Ramondre Stevenson from Oklahoma. Uh, went back-to-back lo- Oklahoma here. Mm-hmm. He might end up being good. Their running back room is just a clusterfuck. So, to- you know, we always just wait to see how that pans out. But, yeah, they had a good draft. I hate it, but they had a good draft. Yeah, they uh, yeah they've got their the guy everyone kind of wanted them all along, Mac Jones, and so he's someone who I think might get at least in Superflex leagues might get disrespected a bit in Dynasty, uh, TBD, but like if I'm in Superflex and I'm like late first and he's there, like if I need quarterback help, he's a good option because we've seen with uh, some guys that just get disrespected like with Daniel Jones like fall in drafts and get picked and end up being very fine for fantasy so yeah i could see him dropping and being you know in every week qb2 great starter mm. and then they but also maybe not this year because they still have cam this year yeah i'm curious how that's going to play out because if uh because if, if it comes out that cam's gonna start the year that'll definitely push shows down more too but they also grabbed Ramondre stevenson in the fourth who Given their running back room, he should probably see the field this year. <laughs> like, right? At least guess, starting on kick returns and then moving up. Yeah, he's someone definitely to keep on your on your radar in terms of like the well, I guess I'll say under radar guys, but he's probably like top ten, definitely top fifteen for sure. Like back in the class, um, I think he could end up getting work this year and being solid. So, and he's a pretty good, pretty solid like all around guy in my opinion. So. Yeah. Yeah, he could end up being useful right away. Um, but then we move on to, I think, possibly the worst draft. Yeah, this is pretty bad. I think so, this takes the cake. This is an F-tier draft for me. Yeah. The I think it's the worst draft, Yeah, and that is the New Orleans Saints. What Very the bad. It was funny <laughs> because I was, like, ready. I'm like, okay, like, I know a lot of these names, these defenders, these other guys that aren't skill positions. And then uh, Turner comes up. I'm like, who? Peyton Turner? I'm like, who's that? I had not heard of him at all. Uh, he, they sort of saved the uh, Raiders from looking like a really bad first round pick 
I mean, it still was bad, but they are in the running for one of the worst first round picks because he was a consensus surprise and went very early. Um, maybe he ends up being awesome, but they reached for sure. Yeah, they didn't need. I mean, if it's a surprise, then you don't need to take him there. Yeah. So. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they didn't address corner. They got yeah. Paulson Adebo. They needed a corner. They didn't do that. They, I mean, they just, uh, they didn't really fill roster holes, and they, uh, their value was terrible. They, uh, yeah. Yeah, because, like, I thought they maybe would have gone Stokes when he was there from that 28. I was kind of surprised that they yep. didn't. Um, and I'm looking back through, like, guys who went early second, like, in Campbell, who, I don't know, kind of explains on him, but... Yeah, they, it made me, the draft, I don't know, it just wasn't good. They, in my opinion, could use some receiver help. Didn't address that. Um, yep. Yeah, they definitely could have gotten, again, I'm going to say it every time, but they, um, could they have gotten Marshall? No, they could not have gotten Marshall. Marshall in the offseason. Marshall right before them, yeah. They could have done more stuff in the offseason, too, yeah. No, say, in the offseason, they lost Drew Brees, Emmanuel Sanders, Nick Easton, Josh Hill, Jared Cook, Janoris Jenkins, Quan Alexander, Thomas Morstead, Sheldon Rankins, and Trey Hendrickson. Oh, uh, they could have gotten uh, Deami Brown in the third. They, yep. That would they have been needed nice a with lot of things, and they didn't get any. Deami Ian Brown book. would have been great. <laughs> yeah, book. The guy, like, I was like, who's this book? On the <laughs> who, who is Ian Book? I don't know who he is. Um... He did not cross my quarterback radar really at all, and we kind of did some digging. But, yeah, they I think they fucked up. They fucked up. Well, uh, I, I, I will admit, how is their linebacking core? I need to check that. I'm not 100% sure how their linebackers are. <sighs> was that was that a need? Well, they lost uh, Quan Alexander. That's true. That's a big hit on that. They still have Davenport and Zach Bond and Demario well, so Davis. So they have Zach Bond and Demario Davis. They didn't really need a linebacker that much. But they didn't have kind a of. middle linebacker. So, I mean, Pete Warner could end up being yeah. solid. But they I think he's kind of being slotted in at, like, weak side maybe. But, I mean, yeah, they they could have maybe foregone that. I mean, getting linebackers is always good. <laughs> but, again, pretty rough draft, especially with that first-round pick. So, big oof for them. Uh, next up, we've got, again, another sort of surprise with the Giants in a pretty good draft. I'm torn on the Tony pick. Um, so they, of course, traded back when Devonte was picked because they wanted him, and this is their consolation. But they fleeced the Bears in a stroke of luck due to their misfortune. So they um, <laughs> had that. They had another trade back in the second and still got Ojolari, who had mocked in the first at some possibly as like a guy there. So that's another good grab. So um, I don't know how the rest of this stuff will pan out, but they made some really good value moves, um, especially, again, the, the the fleece of Ryan Pace. Look at you again. I don't know that the fleece, but they got a lot of picks from Ryan Pace for Fields, and it yeah. wasn't a pick they were gonna make. So, congrats there. Someone was gonna get those picks. It was the Giants. Um, I think this draft really just hinges on if Tony's good. Um, yeah. I assume they like Tony a lot, and I hope he'll be good because I think he probably will be. Um, I watched him more today or last night. Last night because I was uh, looking at Trask more after the Bucks had picked him, and I like saw, of course, Pitts as a cheat code. I'm like, well. Oh, Tony has better hands than I realize. His hands are kind of like stickier. He's able to like snag it. So he does. He snags it out of the air when like, and he that's a trait you really love to see in a wide receiver. Yeah. Is they go and get it, and he goes and gets it, and he is dangerous after the catch. So I actually, even though Tony wasn't one of my highest rated receivers, because I think he could potentially have some durability issues because he's a little bit smaller. Um, I love the pick for Daniel Jones. I think he should get drafted highly. Mm-hmm. He's gonna help him a lot. 
<laughs> yeah. What well, you mean? Tony should get drafted highly, or Daniel Jones should be drafted highly? Tony. Tony, Tony should yeah. be drafted a lot. And uh, Jones should actually be fantasy viable. Yeah, he's no 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 excuses left really for Daniel Jones here. Um, got to fix those fumbles. So yeah, Tony. I think Tony could be someone who is a first round pick in real life, but kind of falls some in dynasty drafts. He's probably one of the more likely guys to fall from the first round. Him and, oh, him, him, him and Bateman maybe, but yeah, I think I think Tony could be a nice <clears throat> value pick in dynasty drafts. Um, and then next up, we move over to the Jets, who I I'll think about this more because I gave them a minus slash a. They had a really good draft. I have mixed feelings about the ABT trade up, but um, and also like my I try not to like let my personal QB evaluation takes mix in, but <laughs> maybe that's also adding to it a bit because Zach Wilson wasn't my favorite. But, again, like, they like him a lot. Yeah, so, really good draft. Dude, I love their draft. I didn't know at first. It was definitely, like, when they traded up, I was like, what the fuck is happening? What is going on? Um, But after watching some of these, you know, war room things where they, like, they really wanted Elijah Vera Tucker. Yeah. They they wanted him specifically. They gave up, was it a second or, like, early? It's, like, very early third and then a later third, I think, right? Yeah, they gave up two thirds for him. Um, basically saying, like, this is the guard that we want. They needed a guard, so that was their biggest line issue was a guard. So they got their guy. They didn't need Derisaw because they have Becton over there. Mm-hmm. So I love this. They were able to trade with the Vikings, which I think was a mutually beneficial trade. They got AVT. Vikings got Derisaw. They got their top guard prospect. They were so excited to have him. And even after trading they still were able to get Elijah Moore, who is really fucking good, which is amazing. And then they still snuck in a Michael Carter in the fourth, who's one of my favorite running backs going into the draft. Um, Man, I'm ecstatic. Plus their offseason of getting Corey Davis and having, uh, what's his name? Sheldon Rankins, Vinnie Curry, Carl Lawson, like, they fixed their edge with the free agency, and they just put all of these weapons around Wilson, which they had to kind of take Wilson because they need someone that can start immediately. And mm-hmm. even though I think Wilson could use some time to sit, Lance needs a good amount of time to sit, in my opinion, um, even though I love him a lot. Like, I, think, I would have I loved to have Trey Lance. I think Lance's time till start depends on system slash landing spot like i think with the jets or niners in the shining systems he could have like he could have started right away if they needed like prefer not just because very low experience but i mean he pretty much played pro style offense caught audibles right away like so yeah but either way yeah we try not to predict the busts and go more off of the prospects but yeah uh jets had an amazing draft i would have had them winning the draft if they had gotten the ABT for a little bit less and still had a third because I would have liked for them to get a few more picks in there, but yeah, man, I may I, just I, make I this ecstatic. a little delay. But yeah, I agree. I was very happy for you and Caleb that the Jets had a good draft. Oh man, I'm so excited for Elijah Moore. He should yeah. be drafted in Dynasty. Yeah, because they've now got Mims, Moore, Corey Davis, and that's a pretty good group of guys. Yeah. The only issue is uh, tight end with hoping Herndon. Is hoping Herndon. Hope, hoping hope for Herndon. So. <laughs> For just two cents a day. <laughs> so next up, we've got Philly. Um, so I gave them an A, and a lot of it, and a lot of it, part of it has to do with playing the draft. So they moved from six mm-hmm. to twelve to ten, 
And so we're going to go through this math here. They gave up a third and a fifth this year to get a fourth this year along, oh, with the 2021st. <laughs> so pretty much a 2021st plus a 2021 fourth this year for a 2022 third and fourth to be back four spots. So they more or less, uh, like, gave up a third and moved back four spots to get a first essentially because uh, a fourth this year and a fourth next year we can kind of sort and nix those out so pretty solid move there and i assume they wanted smith all along we'd at least mocked a receiver to them so they wanted one of these guys um i think a quarterback was the other idea of being fielded wink wink um wink. and didn't take one of 10 so that's why i kind of super smith was a guy along but yeah i like their draft a lot yeah i did too they got dickerson they got Devonte smith yeah, i dickerson like kenneth gainwell um, yeah gainwell's good yeah i just uh i don't know the after that, not a whole lot of people I know. Yeah, they, yes, some of them like once we get into, like the fourth round defenders, I'm like, oh, listen, I'll be honest, doing a little bit of a, a quick skim, but I think they addressed needs well um, with some of the depth picks there, and yeah, I think uh, I think the or Devontae Smith. So I guess we can talk about him, and then also we can talk about the Jets with Zach Wilson, Elijah Moore, and Michael Carter. Um, how do you have these guys for dynasty? Uh, coming up um of those three guys i want elijah moore the most believe it or not i think elijah moore and what will be a west coast system with the jets and zach wilson will be a ppr fucking machine Um, yeah i I like devontae smith but i do think smith needs to put on some weight personally not like a lot i just think he needs to bulk up a little bit that's one of my things with him I like him a lot. I just don't know how much I trust the Philly offense. Yeah, because they, um, they are relying on Jalen Hurts, like a quarterback who is going to run, and so the passing volume is going to be lower. Um, yeah. Yeah, they still have Kelsey, so Dickerson's not an immediate starter unless they put him at guard. Yeah, I've seen a lot of people talking about him being a guard starter for them. Right. And then Kenneth Gainwell, like, I like Gainwell, but I they still have Miles Sanders, so... Mm-hmm. That's a committee. Well, we, we know they like to use a committee, so. Uh, Michael get, Carter, though, is one of those guys that I think maybe first half of the year you don't see so much, but then second half of the year he's going to explode onto the scene. Yeah. Apparently, like, so I was listening to, like, another pod on the way back. Apparently he's kind of sneaking up into the back half of, like, the first round of, like, dynasty drafts. I'm like, oh, wow. Because, like, saw there's that. no one I there. It. Yeah, because we love Michael Carter. Well, he was one of our favorite backs in the class. And in a pretty not crowded backfield i mean because tevin coleman's there but i don't really know who else is there um which tevin coleman can end up being a very late redraft guy who's ends up being valuable back in the shanty system but elijah moore i'm really curious where he i think he ends up probably if we're talking normal like non-super flex will probably end up back at first i think in super flex you could get him early mid first like if you're at like 204 he might be an option but mm-hmm. he may go earlier he's pretty good so we'll, we'll see how that goes and then I- Zach Wilson, he may be one of the quarterbacks that people just say, ah, oh, Jet Zach Wilson, he falls. Like you, like if you're somewhere at like 105 or six in the Superflex League, like you may end up with him still. So, yep. I don't think he's as shiny there. as uh, some of the other quarterback prospects, but he could end up, you know, falling. And I think he's a good option to pick up. He's not my favorite option of them, but yeah. But next up, we've got some uh, real stinkers with Pittsburgh and Seattle. Both you gave Ds, I gave kind of the D minus slash F plus. They are both, <laughs> I just wrote bad. They were not good. So, shit on them, please. Oh, God, it was horrid. 
first of all, the Steelers, a lot of team needs this year, right? Like, they they bled players. They lost their center. They lost Bud Dupree. They, their quarterback's getting older. Their tight end retired. They got Najee Harris in the first, who I think will be fine with them and I think is probably one of the most fantasy relevant for Dynasty. But in terms of the team, not a good pick there. Not worth the first rounder, especially at that pick. Um, like back half of the first at best. I don't mm. get it. Fucking Fryermuth. <sighs> yeah, they still have Ebron there, right? They do still have Ebron. Yeah. And Fryermuth to me, I, I hate that people call him Baby Gronk because that's a lot to live up to. I call him Infantile Robert because <laughs> he's a little more far removed from a Baby Gronk. Mm-hmm. Um, See, I thought the Steelers had a dreadful draft. They got a center in the third, Kendrick Green. I mean, maybe they'll make it work, but not super highly rated. I would have switched picks here and gotten a center in the second round and then taken Tommy Tremble in the third if you really needed a tight end. But they had a lot of holes, and they didn't fill very many of them with the exception of a running back. Um, Meanwhile, Seattle, they had no picks. (laughs) Yeah. They had three picks. They got Dwayne Eskridge, who, I mean, their receiver wasn't really their biggest need on the team. So I guess the question is, were they really bad at the slot game last year? Because that's what they got. They got a slot corner yeah, and it, a slot wide receiver. Don't they put Lockett in the slot a lot, right? Like, slot yeah. a lot, right? Yeah. Slot a lot. <laughs> so, yeah, they had three picks. So, But I think they were bad picks. Because Dwayne Eskridge was not really on my radar at all. And then, did they need... Uh, corner help. I mean, they, they had no picks, but I think the picks they made, especially their one pick of note, was not good. No, they really, I mean, they let go of Shaquille Griffin. He's with the Jaguars now. So, they're, I mean, their cornerback room is uh, so Akelos Witherspoon. They did grab one. Uh, they got Akello Pierre Desir. Desir. <laughs> so I guess a corner makes sense as a pick, but they I may move them up a little bit because I, I did realize they do only have three picks that i I saw that, but it didn't really click fully. But Dwayne Eskridge was a pretty bad option there, in my opinion. Um, yeah. Well, I, yeah. much pad him as a big reach. Um, 224, you could have still gotten um, a corner. Yeah, I want to look through. Because if they did want a receiver, like you mentioned, uh, I believe Marshall was there. Because two, like 2-2 two, two went right after him, and then like Marshall was down, like, down a couple of picks. I'm like, all these teams just passing on Marshall for some reason. But... Um, so they uh, took Dwayne Eskridge. They could have taken... Um, they could have taken Aaron Robinson. Yeah. Who was one of my top, you know, five corner prospects. Yeah, them not taking Terrace Marshall just makes me like, why? So, <laughs> who's who's yeah. their center? Do they need a center or do they have one? Oh, I don't even know now. Ethan Pokic? I don't know if he... Pochich. Uh, oh, Pochich, yeah, Pochich, yeah. Oh, that's right. They did get Gabe Jackson. Did they... Was that a trade? That What was the draft pick trade? for that uh, let's see if i have it in my because that may uh that may boost me it up boost it up a little bit for me isn't it like a third or a fifth i will dig into that in a moment but, i think it was the third okay so that, that may be rounder. that may make it a little better i might move them up from this utter shitting for that yeah. um but the pittsburgh one was bad they had picks and they were they just fucked them up um yeah I still didn't give them Fs because I sh- I sh- probably should have given Pittsburgh an F, but I didn't. But uh, Seattle at least gave a D, which is yeah. just eh, not great, friend. <laughs> yeah, running back in the first uh, for the Steelers, who had a lot more needs. Uh, I wanted Leonard Dickerson. You wanted that. I heard a lot of 
other people will say that made sense. I don't think Friarmuth was a good pick. Um, they really should have addressed the line sooner rather than grabbing Harris and Friarmuth because, let's see, with that Harris pick at 24, who won after Harris? Let's take a look. Um, so, unfortunately, Darius all went right before them. I wonder if they would have taken him. But they, like I said, they could have taken Dickerson. Um, we know they love going defensive line. They could have taken, like, Rousseau or something. Um, could have gotten Odafe Owe. Yeah, or I Joe Tryon. One of these outside linebackers to help replace Bud Dupree. Yeah, I do, I do think Landon Dickerson would have probably just been the best pick, even though he went a little later. Probably would have been solid. And then with Fryer move there, um, again, like, addressing the line could have also been a thing, so... Yeah, not great for either of them. But I do expect Najee Harris to be very fantasy relevant. And yes, that's the thing. Probably good with them, but yeah, he'll have be, a lot of problems. He'll probably be in, like, in standard <clears throat> dynasty, he'll probably be the 101. I'm guessing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. Cause um, I, and he may be one of, like, probably one of the first on quarterbacks and uh, super flex as well. Like, I'm looking through their linebackers. So they have Devin Bush at linebacker, but... Uh, and yeah, Watt. but he's inside. He's an inside linebacker. Yeah. They've, on the, he's on the left side. They've got Bush and Watt, but the right side's a lot weaker. Yeah. And then, they're, actually, they do need some corner help. Their corners could use some help. <laughs> mm-hmm. Corner Joe, Joe Hayden's line. getting older. But re, really, the O-line, they should have taken center, probably a guard, a tackle. Like, just getting extra help on that line have been really nice because that's where they're weak. So, Oops. they could have addressed that. They didn't. So, pretty rough. Wait, wait. Yeah. And... Part, it's not that I hate first round running back. It's just none of these running backs were deserving of first round pick. So right, big poopy. There was but. there was better talent on the board. Yeah, and you so, had a lot of problems. <laughs> yeah, all Pittsburgh. We'll see how they are. So, uh, San Fran, they got Lance. They got Lance. They made the right quarterback pick. Yeah, at that least was in my opinion. That was the ultimate fit that I had harped on for however long. So uh, months, it was months. The, the Seahawks got Gabe Jackson for a fifth. It was a fifth. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna move them up, I guess. Like like the rest of their draft, I don't know. I'm still gonna keep them at a D or a C. Yeah, I, I I'm going that C minus D plus range. Realizing that was one of their picks helps a lot. I think so. Kind of bad is the update. So yeah, San Fran got Lance. Awesome. Um, their third and fourth were essentially Trent Williams. So. Nice, because that, that was what it had gone into previously. Like, that's why they didn't have those picks. Um, they gave up a lot for Lance. So, that's why I put minus here. Because um, what when, even when you get a studly quarterback, when you give up a lot, it is part of the equation of your draft. You lose a lot. You gave up a lot of draft value. Um, so, yeah. But, again, I think it'll be worth it. So, yeah. I want to give it an A, but I, I do have to be somewhat objective and be like, hey, they gave up a lot. This is that. Because I've knocked the Bears for it some. I've been knocking other teams for it. But I like Sermon. Um, Fits so well there. We even mentioned him as a fit there. Yeah, he's someone who I'm really excited about in Dynasty and Redraft. Because the competition is Mostert and Jeff Wilson. So not any like high pedigree competition by any means. And not durable competition. So Yeah. And they grabbed a guard in the second as well. Um, What's his face? Aaron Banks, Notre Dame. Notre Dame yep. had a bunch of linemen go. Yeah. <clears throat> But, again, when you're such a run-heavy team, it makes sense to fill up guard. <laughs> so, but, yeah, yeah. I, really, I think Trey Sermon and Trey Lance. Oh, they got two Trey's. That's funny. Um, 
If only they got yeah. three and had trace trays. And um, I think uh, Jalen Moore will be a good guard for them, too. They got in the fifth from Western Michigan. That's mm-hmm. a good school for good uh, guards. 6'4", 3'11", perfect. Yeah, I've seen like some people saying maybe he could be tackle, maybe he'll be guard. But somewhere in, he's kind of a tweener, maybe. But yeah, Trey Sermon, I'm, he's someone I liked, but just wished he was like a little faster. But I think he... They don't have his type yet in this offense. Like they have speed guys. He is a lot different than the other running backs they have. So I think he will have a pretty early role going in the third there. Um, I think being a day two. Um, wait, is day two only second round or is that second and third? I forget. It's second and third. Okay, so yeah, going getting inside the third round is pretty helpful. At least I think for like his law, his kind of outlook as far as like role with the team. No, I think he should be drafted in dynasty fairly. You know early second round guy yeah, he'll yeah he'll definitely be in that fr- probably fringe i think um and then trey lance should in Superflex should be the second pick i think yep agreed mm-hmm. yeah I, I like him a lot as we know um <laughs> but almost done to close out we got a couple teams left uh tampa bay again not a lot of needs uh we like Tryon, and then we were kind of alan trask he's very lumbering and so hopefully brady can help him develop but, again, not a ton of needs. Game would be. Yeah, he's got a bad ball release. It's, he has a really bad arm motion. So, who's the best at fixing that? I don't know. Maybe someone like Tom Brady who's mm-hmm. a great ball release. So, him sitting behind him for two years I think is ideal. He's 6'5". <laughs> um, that's a really good fit for Trask, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I think he went to a really good place. Um, I love that they got Tryon. I mean, they almost had an A draft. But they didn't have any team needs, so I couldn't really give him an A yeah, it's tough. Like they didn't like this. It's Literally tough to no evaluate some of these teams. Yeah. Literally not one need on their team. Yeah. My um, only, I think the reason I would keep them from an A is be sort of because of the trash pick in a way. Like it is good to like get a guy in there to develop, but also like it's your second rounder. You're trying to go back to the Super Bowl. I think you would, you could also make a good argument for getting someone to help you like now. That's fair, but then like their roster is so set, it's like yeah. Who would they are they bringing are, are they bringing like everyone back right on both sides? Everyone, all twenty two. Yeah. I think uh, who was I saying? I think because uh, they've got Whitehead and Winfield, but they have no safety depth. Really, I think they could have maybe benefited from some safety depth, but their defense is just stacked across. So yeah, it's hard to really do it. Maybe some line depth, but again, like very solid team, hard to really call out a need in specifically but i do I, I do think they should have gotten some safety depth they didn't because the fact Sissy, they got trask at the end of the second is nice yeah i it's tough because it, it, this is one of the things where we're not gonna know if getting trask was good or not until like five years later but <laughs> right I, I i do think for this year cisco would have helped them more but mm. i mean again bringing back all their starters on both sides hard to really not get much yeah, or one of these tackles, or even another guy in the secondary, just to help the corners, um, who are good, but, you know, just extra stuff there. But Joe Tryon's really good outside linebacker. He'll probably replace somebody at mm-hmm. some point. Yeah, so next up we got Titans. Uh, their main pick was Caleb Farley. I like that pick. What do you think of that pick? If it doesn't pan out, they did not have a good draft. If it does, they yeah. have a good one. It's kind of like that. It's, yeah. He's got the 80-20% chance to play, and he's one of the best corners in the draft if he's good. So I love that. Um, yeah. I just hope that it works out for him. 
Uh-huh. Um, I think uh, Molden, Elijah Molden, was good insurance too. He's a really solid corner from Washington that probably dropped because he didn't go to a big school, but uh, he, I think he can almost immediately be a starter for them too. And uh, they got a tackle in Dylan Raddins, which is great. He was defending uh, Trey Lance all year. So uh, I love that. He's his own guy, so it makes sense, too, with the Derrick Henry sort of scheme. Uh, yeah, I mean, I gave them a B. It just I, it all kind of depends on Farley. Yeah, um, and one of their picks, uh, what's the name, like Weaver, some people thought was a nice like value. Um, I gave them kind of B-. minus. Uh, I may alter it a little bit, move it maybe up or down, maybe down. I don't know. They needed another playmaker then, and they didn't get one. They lost Jonu, and they lost Corey Davis. They literally have A.J. Brown and Derrick Henry, and that's it. Yeah, um, they need another. Yeah, They weapon. are they are getting a Luan back, right? So that's going to help mm-hmm. their line. So I said, I'm not going to knock a tackle pick, but I think maybe going a, a playmaker might have helped you, or at least at any point in the draft. They didn't, like, get – they didn't get a receiver at all. Like, um, I was trying to look into, like, other options. So, like, because, again, Marshall could have been a pick, but I'm not going to knock a tackle pick, really. Um, but later on, they could have gone after, like, Tylen Wallace, and they didn't. And I'm like, okay, like, why did you guys not add, like, anyone in the receiving core? Yeah. Because you, you, you need more than just AJ Brown and Derrick Henry. Like they did get, they did ask Josh, add Josh Reynolds in the off season, but like right yeah. now, you those are your only guys. Those are the all all your you're like Nick Westbrook, Akeen, and Cameron Batson, and like <laughs> those are your, like Chester Rogers. Are your, that's your fucking like third receiver meld. So you need another guy. Need another guy. And they could have done that and should have. And that's one of the big knocks I'm giving him uh, for this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then Wallace would have been great. Yeah. And then lastly, we have Washington, who had a good draft. They had a good draft. What? What? Let's go, Washington. Yeah. Well done. Um, I have to mention, they got one of my favorite wide receivers, De'Ami Brown. I think he is a Terry McLaurin clone almost. Uh, yeah, not, they're going to have a lot of deep shots this year. Oh, my God. With Fitzpatrick, Terry McLaurin, and De'Ami Brown. They also, their linebackers needed some help this year. They got one of the best in the draft in Jamin Davis. He was rising up the draft board. Um, all off season, so they got him, and then they still are able to get a tackle in Sam Cosme, yep. who he's not the highest rated guy, but some guy people had him as a first round tackle. Um, so hell yeah, go watch. Yeah, I thought I thought they hey. had a really good draft. Yeah, like they literally just need a quarterback now. Some people thought they might try to trade up for Fields, they didn't. Um, yeah, I, I wish his name was Jamin Davis because that'd be a great linebacker. I think I've heard like Jamin and then John. I, I've heard a lot of different designations, but I know it's unfortunately not Jamin Davis. But that'd Jamin be great. Davis. But yeah, he's gonna. He's a ball hawk in terms of both on the air and on the ground. Like whatever the ball is, he's on it. Um, and then always love the extra tackle help, um, especially you know without Trey Williams, you got to try to up that. And an extra CBA help never hurts in division with Dallas. Um, I said. Davis is going to look great behind this O-line. Any linebacker you get or any defensive player you get is going to have better production because of this D-line. So, yeah. Um, I, th- I agree. Brown's a great fit here. I'm excited for Washington. They just need a quarterback, which fits fits his fine bridge for now, but I hope they find their long-term answer soon. Me too. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm okay with them not getting a quarterback, even though I think it would have been cool if they had traded up and gotten someone. But uh, 
I love Deami Brown. I love him so much. If he's there in the second round of Dynasty, you know I'm going for him. Yep. Yeah, I won't <laughs> get him because he'll get him before me. <laughs> it's okay. I trade all my picks. I brought this on myself. <laughs> yeah, he's someone who I don't know if will be valuable fantasy-wise right away, but I think he'll have value in Dynasty down the line. Not to mention they also added uh, what, who was Curtis Samuel and Adam Humphreys. Yeah, Humphries they've got a the fun offseason. receiving group now. Oh, yeah. I think Washington could be good. I think they could be. Like, actually, maybe not just like fake good. That whole division, I think, will take a big step up. Except the Eagles. I, don't, I, don't, I the think Eagles the Eagles will be. I think the Eagles will be bad, but TBD. Yeah, they'll probably still not be that good. But Dallas, Washington, and the Giants should all, I mean, they've all got a lot more pieces on the roster. Holes filled, a lot of depth. I'm excited, man. Me too. So with that, we'll be closing it out. We'll, uh, we're already on like two hours, so we'll get to the UDFAs later when we have like a better uh, grasp on how it's shaking out. So until then, thank you all for tuning in, and we will be back soon.